Wishing Day by Lauren Miracle. Chapter 12 There was a Johnny Cash song Natasha liked. Papa used to sing it, accompanying himself on the lute. It was slow and melancholy, but exactly the right kind of melancholy. Though Natasha suspected that such a sentiment wouldn't make sense to most people. Because there's something in a Sunday that makes a body feel alone. She loved that line. She understood that line. She too had felt alone when she woke up this morning. Everything was quiet. Everything was still. Outside, the snowy haze was infinite. Smoke curled from the chimneys of nearby houses. And that was the only indication that anyone... that other people were out there living their own Sunday mornings. Natasha looked out her window for a long time. At some point, Ava started rustling about, and Natasha moved to the wall that separated their rooms. She could hear Ava humming. Sometimes Ava added words. The words had to do with Ava's hairbrush, from what Natasha could make out. There was something reassuring about Ava's song. She was 12 now, but she was still Ava. Natasha opened her door quietly and stepped into the hall. She padded past Ava's room, then past Daria's. Daria was dead asleep. Natasha had no doubt about that. She was nearly impossible to rouse on weekends. And on weekends, she stayed in bed till noon if the aunts let her. Her aunt's room, her aunt's rooms were at the end of the hall. Aunt Elena had moved into the guest room and Aunt Vera had taken over Mama and Papa's room. Not in a bad way. It was just that Papa never went in anymore. He slept in his workshop or downstairs on the sofa. Natasha saw that Aunt Vera, Vera's door was open. Her bed was neatly made, and Natasha smelled the citrus scent of her shampoo, which meant she'd already showered. Soon the smell of biscuits and bacon would fill the house. Aunt Vera believed in a hearty breakfast. Aunt Elena's door was cracked, and the light was on. So Natasha knocked. Yes, come in, Aunt Elena called. Aunt Elena's bed was a mess. Aunt Elena herself was in her bathroom curling her hair. Oh, Natasha, she said, turning a bit pink. You must think I'm so silly, don't you? Why, Natasha said. Playing with hairstyles, you know. Her eyes brightened. Want me to do yours? No, thanks, Natasha said. And Aunt Elena laughed. Maybe one day, she said. I doubt it, Natasha said. Well, sit and chat with me, Aunt Elena said, turning back to the mirror. Natasha sat on the edge of the bathtub. She watched Aunt Elena clamp a strand of her brown hair and the curling rod and roll it up. Aunt Elena counted to ten. Natasha could see her lips moving, then slid the curling rod free. A shiny spiral curl bounced against her collarbone. I will 
brush it out. Don't worry, Aunt Elena said. In the end, it'll just be waves. Okay, Natasha said, though she hadn't been worried. It looks pretty. Aunt Elena smiled at Natasha in the mirror. You think? Really? Natasha nodded. Aunt Elena was pretty no matter what. Her hair was several shades lighter than Natasha's, and she shared the same delicate features as Ava and Daria. Ava and Daria both took after Mama's side of the family, which was also Aunt Elena's side of the family, while Natasha, with her serious eyes and darker coloring, looked more like Papa. Can I ask you a question? Natasha said. Sure, Aunt Elena said. It has to do with the bird lady. In the mirror, she saw Aunt Elena's eyebrows lift. Ava made me think about it, Natasha went on. She found that she was clenching her fingers and she made herself stop. Because of how cold it is and the butterflies and just, you know, she swept her hand to indicate Aunt Elena's bedroom window. It's very similar to Natasha's. Everyone stays in when the weather's like this, for the most part. Aunt Elena curled another strand of hair. It's just, where does the bird lady go? Where does she live? Where does she get her food? Natasha's fingers folded into her palms again. What's her deal? Natasha, I don't have an answer for you, Aunt Elena said. I've wondered the same thing myself many times. Well, that's no help, Natasha said. She clapped her hand over her mouth. Sorry. It's okay. You're right. It's not any help. She's so odd, Natasha said. Aunt Elena nodded. She wears pajama pants. She lets a bird live in her hair. Aunt Elena lifted her shoulders. Most people think she's bonkers. Do you? Aunt Elena studied her reflection. She shook out her hair to find any leftover straight parts, and when she did, she sectioned them out and curled them one by one. When I was nine, I climbed to the top of Willow Hill, she said. She bit her lip. This story doesn't have to do with whether the bird lady is bonkers or not, actually. Or maybe it does. Huh. I don't know. Tell it, Natasha said. Well, Aunt Elena put down the curling rod and unplugged it. She turned to Natasha. Her hair was a cascade of curls. I was nine, and at the top of Willow Hill, I saw the bird lady, she said. She was threading her way in and out of the branches of the willow tree. You know the one, the great willow, Natasha nodded. In and out, in and out, like a needle through cloth. It looked like she was scattering seeds. And, and what? I asked if I could help, Aunt Elena said sheepishly. Oh, Natasha said. She was touched by the image of Aunt Elena as a little girl, shyly approaching the bird lady. I asked if I could help, and the bird lady said, Took you long enough, didn't it? Aunt Elena lifted her eyebrows. Then she gave me a small leather pouch. 
only instead of seeds, the pouch was filled with marshmallows. Marshmallows? It's true. Darian, or Vera never believed me, but your mother did. Natasha swallowed. If Aunt Elena had been nine, her mother, Clara, would have been ten, two years younger than Ava was now. I started to scatter them as if they were seeds, but the bird lady put her hand on mine. You eat, she told me. Not for the birds, for you. Was her hand wrinkly, Natasha asked, remembering the day the bird lady gave her the second note. Her knuckles had been red and her fingers had been stick-like and curved. Her skin had been as thin as crepe paper. I think her hands have always been wrinkly, Aunt Elena said. It couldn't have always been wrinkly. At one point, she must have been a girl herself. Aunt Elena pursed her lips. Can you imagine her as a girl? Natasha tried, but in her mind's eye, the bird lady refused to grow young. No backward time-lapse photography for her. No transformation from crone to matron to maid. Crone, matron, maid. Where had those words come from? They were just fancy words for an old lady, a woman, and a girl. But it was disconcerting how they'd slipped into her thoughts from, from nowhere. She gave herself a shake. I can't imagine the bird lady as a girl. No, Natasha said. She cleared her throat. Her voice sounded rusty. Did you eat the marshmallows? I did, Aunt Elena said. Her eyes twinkled. I know, I know. Never take candy from a stranger. But the bird lady wasn't a stranger exactly. She's just strange, Natasha finished. They were lighter than sponge sugar, Aunt Elena said. They were extraordinary, Natasha. They melted in my mouth, and I felt lighter than sponge sugar, so light I could fly. I couldn't. Yes, I tried, but for a week, my life was charmed. I was picked to feed our class hamster. My shoelaces never came untied, and my hair never got tangled. I found pennies on the sidewalk and a blue glass egg, and for the entire week, no one got mad at me for anything, even Vera. Aunt Elena stepped closer. She tucked Natasha's hair behind her ear. And your mother and I, we built the best house of cards in the history of card houses. Natasha smiled uncertainly. She had so many questions about Mama, but when Mama's name came up, she invariably got anxious. Aunt Elena perched on the rim of the tub next to Natasha. Your mother was always good at card houses. We'd had contests, Clara and I, and mine always fell down before hers. She clasped Natasha's hands. She took it very seriously. She built her houses to last. A heaviness settled over Natasha. Until it mattered, she thought. What's that? Natasha blinked. Had she spoken the words out loud? Nothing. Never mind, I have no idea. Aunt Elena searched 
Natasha's expression, and Natasha brought back her stiff smile. I'm smiling, see, she thought, although she kept her lips pressed together to make sure no words spilled out this time. La 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 la, happy me. Go on and finish your story. Doesn't that sound nice? Natasha, sweetheart. Tell me the rest, Natasha said brightly. And don't call me sweetheart, she pleaded silently. Later, maybe, but not right now, because there's a lump already in my throat. Aunt Elena grew tender, which made Natasha want to run away. Anyway, she said, Clara and I built a house of cards that was 22 stories high. Even more than the 20 quarters you balanced on your elbow, Natasha said. Aunt Elena laughed. Balanced and caught, thank you very much. They sat quietly, but the might accidentally cry danger had passed. Natasha gently pulled her hand from Aunt Elena's and placed both her palms flat on her thighs. She thought about Aunt Elena and the bird lady. She thought about Mama and the bird lady. I quite liked your mother, you know, the bird lady had said, implying what? That the bird lady had known Mama? If so, how? In a marshmallow sort of way or something deeper? Though she was a silly girl too, the bird lady had also said. What had Mama done that was silly? Natasha didn't want to ask. Aunt Elena, those questions. Not now. Maybe she'd ask the bird lady herself when and if she ran into her again. Wait, strike that. She'd ask her when and if she encountered her again. No more head-on collisions, please. Natasha did have one last question for her aunt. She turned to look at her. Aunt Elena? Mm-hmm. Last night, when we were talking about butterflies, and Aunt Elena waited, her gaze was steady and kind. Did Mama believe that they were magic? Natasha nodded. She did, Aunt Elena said with, a, with simple authority. Clara believed there was magic in everything.